the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we're here talking about car, car repair problems. The lines are wide open. We have five of them. Gil is flying the plane, and he's ready to take your call. And this is what how it works. You call in, 602-508-0960. Gil will answer the phone. He's going to ask you for your first name. And then he's going to say to you, tell me what kind of car it is, what kind of vehicle we're talking about, how many miles it's got on it, and then let's talk about the symptoms. What's it doing? Is it pulling to the hard, hard to the left or to the right? Or does the air conditioning quit blowing out of the vents and starts blowing through the defrost? Do you have a bad vibration when you're getting off the freeway and you're braking on the exit ramp? Does your car stall and die? When does it stall and die? And does it ever not stall and die? Those are the kinds of car questions that we have. And you're welcome to chime in, 602-508-0960. In 1988 through 1990, I started doing radio here in Phoenix. And the number one question was, is, is where's your shop? And that really wasn't what the radio show's all about. It's to help you understand our repair industry. I've been a master tech for 37 years, I think. I've been in business 37 years. I've been a master tech for 26 years. That's what it is. Sometimes I get those confused. But one of the things that I always thought about was creating a list of the very best shops in Phoenix, and I did that back in the uh, late 80s and early 90s. Quality Transmission is on that list and has been for a very, very long time, and quality deserved to be on that list because only the best can be on my list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix. Quality is going to use the right parts. They're going to test drive your car and talk to you for free. They're not going to take your transmission out telling you there's a $1,300 estimate, then once they get the transmission out, they call you back and tell you it's 4000 That doesn't happen. Quality Transmissions in Tempe, they're the only transmission shop in the East Valley that I think is head and shoulders above everybody else. So if you're out and about and you want somebody to drive your car and give you an idea of what the repair might be, or if you've got a symptom and you want to be able to show a transmission, then stop by Quality Transmission. They're on McClintock North of University in Tempe. Been around a long time, and Bob and Steve will be one of the two people that will probably help you. As you can well imagine, I'm sorry, Gil. Glenn, good morning to you. Thanks for calling in early. How can I help you? Hello, Mark. Well, I don't know if I've got a problem or not. I've got a 2004 Nissan Sentra with only 11,000 miles on it. It's been meticulously cared for. And... I might have a battery problem, but I don't know. It uh, it always just hit the key and boom, it always started for the, okay. all those 12 years. But recently, about a month ago, it kind of, it didn't make a metallic sound, it made a fluttering sound, but then it took right off. 
So I went up, got a new battery, got exactly the same batteries in there, and I put that in. And in fact, it may have even made the problem a little more pronounced. So I don't know if okay. I've got a faulty coolant sensor or an air intake sensor because it's when it's hot, when it bothers, when it's cold, no problem. Yeah, you've been on the internet, haven't you? No, I don't have a computer. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, yeah we, we we don't want to fix our car with the internet because what you you're fixing your car with the internet with you've got a whole bunch of people out there guessing with your money. So they'll tell you what they they, they think it is. You go buy the part, install it, and it doesn't fix it. And and of course they're in Never Neverland. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Sure. When you hit the key and the problem is there, uh -huh. there you talk about a fluttering noise. Yeah, kind of it, fluttering, fluttering. And it takes right is off. Is it a machine gun kind of yeah, noise? Yeah, kind of, but it's not metallic sounding. It's kind of soft sounding. Usually okay. starter probably. Is the, is the motor turning over when this happens or not? You know, I can't tell. I, I need to pay attention. It's only done about three times, just enough to scare me. And I'm 82 years old, so I don't want to get stalled somewhere. Okay. Um there, there's something that, that's, first of all, the symptoms that you have at the beginning didn't match a new battery, but that's okay. If that's the original battery, did you get 11 years out of it? Or did I you got get... four years out of the battery, and it was still starting, but it's starting this new fluttering business. Okay, all right. Now the okay. new battery's got the same problem. All right. I think we need to determine whether or not when this is happening, um, whether the motor's actually turning over. So I just want you to roll down your driver's window, and I want you to pay attention to the sound of the starter. I think what's happening is is the starter is supposed to not spin. The first thing that happens in the starter is we throw the starter drive out to engage the flywheel teeth. Now, we cannot spin that uh, that gear-to-gear -gear ratio. I can't spin one gear and have the other gear at a, at a dead stop because that's going to be bad. So I'm going to send the gear out first, and I'm going to lock the teeth, and then I'm going to spin the starter. What it sounds like to me is is that you have a lazy starter drive, and your starter drive is coming out, and it's already spinning, and the noise that you're hearing is the two teeth grinding, but then you say it's not metallic. doesn't sound metallic, but that's the 2.5 okay. engine. They're kind of dainty. Okay. But, but then you're not going to hear a coolant sensor. You're not going to hear any of the sensors on the car. They, they don't make noise. They talk in voltage language, so there's there's no noise there whatsoever, and and so the only thing I can think of is the starter drive. Um, that's going to make a metallic noise, but it's going to be like when you hit the key and your motor's already running, but you forgot it's running, and when you hit the key, that's the kind of starter drive. The other possibility is is when you turn it on the key, you might hear some kind of a noise coming from the fuel pump. And it's going to fire up the fuel pump for three seconds until it sees the motor start running. And the computer doesn't see the motor run in three seconds. It's going to shut the fuel pump off. So if you turn the key on and you don't go to start position and you hear the noise, and if it goes away in three or four seconds, then you hit the key and the car starts up, then you're hearing the fuel pump. And that is not a metallic sound. That's a humming noise. Yeah. So I think what's most important is, is, is maybe... I know this is an aggravation, but let's start with the window down on the driver's side and the passenger side. Let's start in a quiet environment. Each time you hit the key, then kind of pay attention to what's going on. Because you, you don't want to spend a whole bunch of diagnostic money. And if you can just simply cut, get close to where the noise is coming from or what actually makes it happen, you'll save yourself a lot of money in diagnostic time.
Okay, I thought of one other possibility, a fuel filter, but I took it out on the highway and rammed it up to 80 miles an hour, and, boy, it went up there just fine. So, Glenn, you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head, buddy. Um, <laughs> I have people who, who, who bring a car in, and they say it's got a rough idle. Will you replace the fuel filter? And what you just said is my response. If the fuel filter's plugged up, it's going to it's going to choke the fuel supply off, which means you can do 51 miles an hour, but you can't do 55 miles an hour. Right. So idle has nothing to do with the fuel filter. Likewise, your fuel filter has nothing to do with the car's ability to start. Right. None yeah. whatsoever. So who does your service work? Do you have Me. a shop that does your? No, I've done all the work myself. I bought it new. Okay. And I've done all the oil changes. Really, it's All never right. needed to repair until this kind of scary thing is happening right now. Like I said, well, my age, you it, don't want scary things. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Of course, neither one of us knows what's wrong with your car, Glenn. But I, I'm, I'm guessing that when we find out what it is that your worry about getting stranded is probably um, pretty small. And, and because of this reason, most of the time when we have an intermittent, oh, it doesn't start. Yes, it does start. It, that'll get worse over time, but with with enough tenacity, it'll always start for you. Even if you have to walk away and go over to Starbucks and get a latte and then walk back and boom, it starts for you. So there's always that possibility yeah. that you're going to have a little bit of problems, but you only have two choices. You can guess with your money, or you can wait till it gets worse and easier to find. That's the only two choices you have. Well, that sounds like mighty good advice, and it, now it isn't quite as scary to me as it was. Because when it finally you know, I, cools down, it, it's fine. Yeah. Well, and and that has if it's a hot that that's an important consideration here, right. Glenn. This only happens when it's hot. Okay, that puts me 50% closer to my target. Where if it's both hot and cold, whew, that's a little tougher. Yeah. But if what you're saying is is I've got this problem. Now, we can also that old Centric could also have some electric cooling fans underneath the hood that that they installed to cool down this portion of the fuel injector, or cool down that air control motor, or cool down the throttle body. So you might be hearing some kind of a fan come on, and if that's the case and you identify it's underneath the hood, then the next step is is we're going to raise the hood, and you're going to put it in park, and you're going to stick your head out the window, and then you're going to hit the key, and you're going to see if you can hear or see something inside the car. Good thought. So, all righty. Sitting in my garage, I'd be able to hear that even better, so... Absolutely. I'll make all Absolutely. those Absolutely. You know, I wish you wish wish you were in the business because you, you have the thought process that really benefits our industry. So congratulations <laughs> well, to that. I've done all the work on all my cars, basically. But this one's kind of stumping me because it's kind of serious but not very serious. One of those deals. Yeah. But scary. Well, and you'll have the answer once you diagnose it, once okay. you know what what's causing it. But the fact that the start, the real question is, is is the starter turning over the motor when this is going on? And if okay. the answer is yes, then you're not going to get stranded. We just have to figure out what noise you're hearing. Uh-huh. And uh, do you have any cats in the neighborhood, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of them. <laughs> okay, honk your horn, honk your horn in the morning before. Well, of course, that doesn't really make your wife happy, but honk your horn in the morning. That that'll chase out the cats and the and the and the squirrels and stuff out of your hood area. Well, you'll you'll hear them come out at a hundred miles an hour. I have so. a garage. Thank you very door. much. Okay. Thank you very much, Glenn. And when and the lines are open. Uh, if you have a car question, if you have a car problem, if you have an air conditioning problem, if you've been told you need something, I'll tell you. Just the other day, a guy takes a car in. And they quote him fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars, and they say that you need upper control arms, you need an alignment, and you need we need to cut all four of your rotors. 
well, he he calls me up and 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 actually he had some significant inside wear. Your mic is on, so be careful. He has some significant inside wear um, on his inside tires, so that does match the upper control arm bushings and ball joints. So anyway, he takes it to a shop, and they tell him he has bad wheel bearings, and they only cut two rotors. Now, the bad wheel bearings would also cause the inside wear, and they claim that the top of the, of the control arms, the bushings and the ball joints, are fine. So the customer has one estimate for $1,600, but has a completely different estimate for $1,400. And so what does the customer do? That's hard. What you have to do is you have to look at both shops right in the eye, and you say to him, I'm not paying for guessing, buddy. If you put upper control arm bushings on it, and it doesn't fix my inside edge wear, because I have brand new tires on there now, then I'm not going to pay for it. If you If my car doesn't drive better, after you put upper bushings and align it, I'm not paying for it because I'm paying for results. I've given you my, my, my I'm not giving you a diagnosis, I'm giving you my symptoms. And, and then you say that to both shops because one of them isn't going to bite. One of them is going to say, no, 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 you need to go someplace else. That means they're not firm in their diagnosis. So that's kind of how car repair works. You look them in the eye and say, are you guessing with my money or are you fixing with my money? That's a great question. Everybody should ask that. To my shop as well, you should ask my staff that. They're well prepared for your answer. When we come back, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. This is KKNT. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. You know, I'm not a genius about money. I love my credit cards, and they love me. I was using them as a source of income, and then I got behind in my payments, and creditors were calling. I figured I had a problem, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I heard about Trinity, so I called and talked to a counselor. In half an hour, we worked out a plan. Now I've got one easy monthly payment, a lower interest rate, and I'm getting out of debt. If you're in an endless cycle of paying on credit card balances that never seem to go away, then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. 
Trinity will consolidate your accounts, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Call 1-800-990-6976. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We have two lines open, or we have two gentlemen waiting, Hal and Albert, and we're going to get to them in probably about 20 seconds. And if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto Repair. Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley, he's on the northwest corner of that intersection. He's been around a very long time. He's a great guy. I've known him since the late 70s. He started his business in 1983, and he has a BMW Master Technician, and he also has a variety of ASE Master Technicians, so no matter what kind of car you have, he can probably fix it, and if he can't, that's a good point. All the shops have will refer you to somebody who's better than we are. We're not ashamed to say that we can't fix every car out there, but domestic or import, they have fast turnaround time, and you're going to get good qualified, certified technicians to do the work on your car. That's Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. Hal, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? How are you doing, Mark? Mark, uh, my car is running good, so I'm not calling about getting something fixed, but I'm calling to get you to answer a technical question that, that's been bugging me for years. Okay. Uh, when when uh, when I was a kid in, in the 50s, my, uh, my first car was a 1936 Pontiac, and then I had a 37 Ford and so forth. In those days, overheating, uh, radiator overheating was a common problem in the summer. So what we, uh, what we teenage drivers, we were, we, were, uh, we, we were know-it-alls, we took out the thermostats uh, and figured, well, it'll keep cooler that way. Then in the 80s, I bought a motorhome. Uh, it had a, uh, a Dodge, uh, I think it was a, a 440 or something like that, engine. And on yes. top of the air cleaner, there was a factory sticker that said, 
do not remove the thermostat. It could cause overheating. <laughs> so then I thought, well, uh, an old-timer had taught me that, uh, had told me that when I was uh, a, 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 a know-it-all kid, and I thought he didn't know what he was talking about. Can you answer that okay. question? Yes, that's an easy question for me. I want you to think about a hundred people trying to go through a turnstile at a subway station. Now the turnstile is only capable of one person at a time, but you got a hundred people trying to go through the turnstile. Have I painted that picture in your head for you? Yes, I already okay. got it. <laughs> Alrighty. This is what happens. When you take the thermostat out of a vehicle, you're running so much water through the radiator that the turnstile can only handle so much water. So what happens is, is when you get to the radiator, the water is being forced into what we call the cross tubes. It's being forced into the cross tubes, and instead of just lollygagging its way through the radiator and dropping the heat off as it lollygags through the radiator, you took the thermostat out, which means that water pump's running wide open. Well, we got water running through the radiator at 100 miles an hour. Well, it doesn't have time to drop its heat off. So you're running, you're spinning water through this washing machine so fast that the water goes in and comes out at the same temperature. Hence, we never cool it down. So when we put the thermostat in there, we restrict the flow of water, and the thermostat is calibrated to let the water lollygag its way through the radiator and drop its heat off. And so it goes in at uh, 190 and comes out at 175. So that's why taking the thermostat out is a bad idea. I, I wish that old-timer was still uh, – I'm an old-timer myself, but if, uh, if he was uh, around today, I would apologize to him because I thought, I, I thought he didn't know what he was talking about. Well, in fact, let me, let me also say that, in fact, years ago, in, and when you start talking about 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s, and 70s, we had radiators that had three and four rows of tubes through them. We had huge radiators, and back then it was okay to take the thermostat out. But today we have, we have the most sophisticated car that has what we call a one-and-a-half row. So instead of having four tubes that have horizontal flow through them, and that's four tubes every level, so there might be 20 different levels of tubes from the bottom of the radiator to the top, and they're four deep. Picture that versus what uh -huh. we have today, which is one-and-a-half tubes. So there's okay. a big difference in cooling systems. Now, let me draw this distinction. Years ago, we wanted we put 180-degree thermostats in it, and we used to want to run our cars somewhere around 180. Today, we want to run them at 220, 225. Today, we don't go into the red zone until about 245, 255, 265, depends on the cars. We know that the car engine will last three and four times longer if we keep the temperature at 220. So that's why we have a 195 thermostat, it's because the motor's going to run at 220. So there's, there's a normal range in everybody's gauge, and I don't care where the needle's at as long as it's there. Because I get the old guys still come in, and they say, I want my needle to run at half. And I said, I can't make uh -huh. it run at half. I, it's normal. Between half and three quarters is normal. So you're asking me to change the design of your engine, and if I do that, I can. I'll make it run in the half. But instead of your motor lasting 300,000 miles, you're going to have to do it, take it apart at 80,000 miles. So how does that grab you, buddy? And he laughs. Right. And he says, why are you saying that? And we have this conversation. So that's exactly what's going on. He's right. He was right back then. You don't owe him an apology. He was right back then. 
He's not right now. Got it. Thank you so much, okay. Mark. You bet, Hal. You bet. Albert, Albert, how are you today? What can we do for you? Great. I bought a Hyundai with a turbo engine in it. Yes, sir. Very nice car. I really like it. But I took it in with a little less than 30, uh, 3,000 miles to have the oil changed. Yes. And they changed the oil, and they put in 520, and it calls for right on the filler cap and also in the book. It calls for 530, and during hot weather, it calls for 540. Okay. Well, anyhow, they, I brought it home, checked the oil, and it was down a quart. So I went back to the dealer, and I told them, I'm a quart low on this, and they only put 520 in instead of 530. And they told me, uh, oh, the technician made a mistake. We'll, we'll put a quart of oil in it for you because it, it holds, what, uh, 4.8 instead of 3.8 yeah. for the turbo. So I took it back in. I only drive 5,000 miles a year. So I took okay. it in again for the second oil change, and they went ahead, and it was full when I took it home. Took it home. I found out they put 520 instead of 530 because I went back and talked to the technician because at this time you didn't say what. Okay, okay, but it. all right, where, where are we at? I understand the situation, but what's the question? Okay, does it hurt to run on 520? Instead of the 530 that it requires for a year round, or what year is your car? Uh, it's uh, 15. Okay, 2015. I'm going to take a break and do some research, and I'm going to answer your question. But I'm thinking the 520 is going to be fine. But you're, I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm and on the other side of the break, I'm going to answer your question. I'm just going to do a little research real quick. Okay. I I'm Mark Salem. The phone number, if you'd like to join us now, we have four open lines available: 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Albert, I'm thinking out loud that there's a slight difference between 520 and 530, or 530 and 540. I'm, I'm thinking that that I'm running a in my diesel turbo, I'm running a 540, but it's a full synthetic. And that's a little different than your Hyundai, but I'm, I'm cognizant of the fact that you have a turbo, so that's in the back of my mind. And um, and so when I come back, I'll have an answer to your question. But anybody else, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. We'll be right back. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB Online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. For quite some time, you've heard lenders and mortgage companies tout the unprecedented low interest rates and the urgency in acting now. That's because no one ever imagined that interest rates would remain so low for so long. The good news is, if you're one of the many who have yet to take advantage of these historic low rates, there's still time. And in most instances, it's even possible to refinance your home at no cost. There are numerous loan programs and mortgage options available. That's why Valley Homebuyers choose Steve Oswald with Pinnacle Capital Mortgage. For over 20 years, Steve has been advising clients on the complicated loan process and placing homebuyers in programs tailored for their individual needs. Call Steve Oswald today at 602-266-5665 to learn more about your best options and no-cost refinances. That's 602-266-5665 or go to pcm.mortgage, pcm.mortgage. Pinnacle Capital Mortgage is a division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold, Whoa. clean up the mold. Whoa. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold, Whoa. clean up the mold in your house. Whoa. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number three. Listening to Seth Liebson from 6 to 8 and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. All about that demon automobile, the monster with the polyglass wheels. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. It's 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're talking about car, car repair, car repair questions, car repair problems. We got Albert on the phone. I'm going to get to him in just a second, but tell you again, the phone number is 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, now's the time to call in because five of the five lines only Albert's got one. That means there's four empty ones there. Thompson's Auto Repairs in Mesa has been since 1970. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair. They are a husband and wife couple that you would hope would be neighbors in your neighborhood. You would wish that they were your neighbors. They are such fun and kind people but more important than anything else is is they really do a good job of taking care of their customers and more important for me anyway it's when brian does something wrong he raises his hand and says i did it i'm sorry i'll fix it that's the best part that only happens once a year but if you're anywhere in mesa 
know that Mark Salem only has one shop in Mesa that I firmly believe is head and shoulders above everybody else, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, centrally located. A good couple, a good shop, been around a long time. Okay, Albert. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you first that I am an oil expert, and your question kind of caught me off guard because I am going to 520 oil as well because that seems to be the new oil. And I let me just tell you this. The day of peanut butter oil are gone. The days of having a 30 or a 40 or a 50 in your oil weight, they're pretty much gone. And here's why. First of all, we take our hands and we put them together as if we're praying. And we rub our hands back to forth together like we're rubbing um, lotion on our hands. But you do it as fast as you can fast as you can and you're going to create heat there now i want to get inside there and i want to carry away the trash i want to carry away the heat am i better off using peanut butter as a lubricant or water and obviously water would do a better job as i rub my hands together than peanut butter in flushing out the heat and flushing out the particulates and the byproducts of the oil that's how it works so when you look at that I can tell you that we are moving towards zero, zero oils. We're going to have an oil that has the consistency of water because of fuel economy issues and because it's simply better for the motor of the car. That said, I'll tell you what bothers me the most. First of all, your car could use a 520, it could use a 530, or it could use a 540. They like to draw the distinction between the, the summers of Phoenix, but in reality, your car has a static temperature of about 220. So it doesn't make any difference if you're in Alabama or Alaska or Phoenix or San Diego or Las Vegas. Your motor's going to pretty much run right around 220. So it doesn't really care about the ambient temperature because your cooling system is going to take care of your motor. I'll tell you what bothers me the most. It bothers me that twice your shop has ignored what you want. The customer has a right to, to be in their own comfort zone and your request to put in the oil that my manual calls for is a request that should have been done the first time and it should have been apologized for. Somebody should have said we made a mistake I'll fix that I'll make a note in your file I will promise you that we are going what do you want well you might say I want a 530 in the winter and a 540 in the summer because I have a turbo that's fine but that's what bothers me the most is that you can't have what you want and they they're full of excuses as to why that happens let let me tell you that a five weight oil now we have five we have 515s we have 520s 530s 540s we have lots of different five weights those are really really good oil we know that a thinner lighter oil but still offering the same level of protection is what engines last longer. Keep in mind the engines of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, we were doing valve jobs at 60, 70, 80,000 miles and very few of those ever hit a hundred and a quarter. Today it's very uncommon for a, a, a car that's never been overheated or run low on oil, it's very uncommon for that car not to do 300,000 miles and your Hyundai will too. So we've got cars in our fleet that we service that have four and five hundred thousand miles on them. So the oil is part of the reason. So your your motor's going to be fine with the 520. I'd go through this oil change, but I'd probably find somebody else that's willing to do a 530 or 540 as you ask them to. Well, I don't think I'd go back. They've had two chances to make you happy, and I don't think they did a good job. Well, yeah, I've been taking it back to the dealer. The uh, 
Uh, the other question, they're using a synthetic blend, which is great. I'm glad for that. Would I be better off to go to the synthetic since I only drive ten, uh, 5,000 miles a year? I change the oil twice you, a year. Okay, no. No, no. I, if, uh, I, here, the conventional oil is three to 5,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the oil change interval today. So you could use a conventional oil and change it every May. If you change it every May, you go through summer with a, with a fresh oil. If you use a semi-synthetic, you could actually go two years because a semi-synthetic runs between five and 7,000 miles, so a year and a half. A full synthetic, you can go between eight and 12,000 miles, so really you could do a couple of years. So it's the conventional has one oil change from three to five. Then we have semi-synthetic or blended between oh, five and seven, and then we have eight to 12 on the synthetic. You use the weight and the oil kind you want, which makes you happy. Well, the bottom line is, is and, and and you could get by, you know, if if you were my dad, I would say to you, Dad, why don't you just put a conventional 530 in there? Just do a conventional and come in every month or come in every May. I just change your oil in May and you're going to go through the, the winter or the summertime with fresh oil. So you have one oil change a year, Dad. That's all you got. Yeah. Well, that's I'm what 80, I would do. I'm 80 years old and I've never, uh, I'm not mechanically inclined at all. I just know how to check the oil and have it serviced and that. Yeah. So that was my question. I, I knew a turbo ran hot, and I didn't want to. I keep a. I keep this car. I will. I will keep this car ten years, like I did my last one. And okay. at the time, only have. Well, the last one I just traded in had fifty-two thousand miles on it, and it was ten years. Okay, old. let me correct something that you said though, because I'm up against a break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's no additional oil because of the turbo. You, you have to understand that, that we're we're lubricating a, a fan shaft that looks like an ink pen, yeah. and so we we need a good quality oil because half of that fan um, is is running exhaust and it's really hot. It can be four, five, six hundred degrees. The other side of that fan is cold because there's air running through it. So the idea is is that with the turbo, it's not because we need so much more oil for the turbo. That's not the case. We're only talking about four or five ounces of oil at any given time. I just think that if you want it to last like you have, pick your oil, pick your weight, and hang your hat on it. And and the options that you have in front of you, um, I like yours better than I like theirs. Okay. Hey, thanks a bunch. All right. You bet, Albert. Thank you. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us, 
It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Fred Astaire Dance Studios of Arizona would like to remind everyone, whatever your plans are for upcoming 4th of July, Arizona Highways will be busy with motors traveling to and from family and friends, so make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home. Brought to you by Fred Astaire Dance Studios of Arizona. For more information, visit online at fredastaire.com forward slash Arizona. They do believe our area is a great place to live and work, and they're doing their best to help keep it that way. That's fredastaire.com forward slash Arizona. Wishing you and your family a safe and happy Happy 4th of July. And Elders Ranch reminds everyone Arizona is one of the best places to live, yet thousands of senior citizens are neglected, uncared for, and even abused. If you or someone you love or just someone you know is an elder in need of help or attention, contact your local law enforcement office immediately because elder abuse is a crime. Brought to you by Joanna and her staff at Elders Ranch, located at 16802 North 43rd Street in Phoenix. For more information on quality care for our seniors, call 602-882-2416 or visit online today at eldersranch.com. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're going to get to the phones real quick, but I want to tell you about IMM Auto Service. I've been dealing with IMM Auto Service since the 80s, and I'll tell you why. Because they work on cars that make my eyes cross. When you start talking about cars that are built completely different than every other car in the world, you have to include Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and, oh, my goodness, Alfa Romeo. You got Sobs who've got the engine in backwards. You've got Alfa Romeo that no parts are the same in any two cars, and they don't share even oil and air filters with any other car in the whole wide world. Then you got Fiat, and the old ones were terrible, and the new ones, I understand, are almost as bad, at least according to just a recent study. Nevertheless, IMM works on those, plus imports and domestic select. They're in the northeast quadrant of Tempe. They're just south of the 202, just west of the 101. They're really good at what they do. But if you've got one of those cars that causes most of us to quake in our boots, and you've got a problem where you open up the door and the radio station changes, you better go to IMM because they've been there, they've done that, they've fixed it. IMM imports, IMM auto service caring for customers and their cars since 1972. I'm going to tell a real quick story about oil, and it'll be a, a, that drives home the point that we just talked to Albert. A long time ago, Valvoline had a big street race down on Central Avenue in Phoenix. They provided go, uh, go-karts to a bunch of big companies, and then the companies raffled off the driver's position. I was uh, instructed to handle the pit crews of all of the companies. Of course, these people were going to show up, and we were going to have their go- their go-karts all ready to go, and then we had a bunch of heat races, and then we had a semi-main event, and then we had a main event. And 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 at the very last minute, Valvoline said, we're going to send a car to you, and you guys can run it too. And I, I didn't like that idea because we were all wearing Valvoline shirts, and clearly we were there to help the participants. So I said to some of my guys, that's fine, let's race the car. But I said, you cannot win. 
I'm telling you now, you can't win. We can't win our own race. Do you understand me? They said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm walking around the pits. I'm managing the pit crews. I'm helping make sure everybody's motor's running and all that kind of stuff. So we get into the main event, and our car's in the main event, and he's running in fourth. And I told him, you cannot be in first, second, or third, or I'm just going to have to cut your head off. And he says, I, don't worry, boss, I won't. So he's in fourth. We're two laps from being done. One, two, and three wipe out into the tires, and he has declared the winner, and I'm fit to be tied because our car just won. Well, part of the technical services I'm providing to this go-kart race in downtown Phoenix is, is that we're going to test all the cars with a, di a digital RPM meter to make sure that they all have about the same RPM, so they all had the fair chance. So as we're going through some of the other cars, they're tacking in about 3,500, 3,500, 3,500, but when I do tack our car, it goes to 7,000. So I disqualify the car. I disqualify my own car. I am so mad at my guys because, number one, they won, and number two, I have to disqualify them. So we find out later, I find out later when they decide to confess, is, is that one of the guys from Vavilin called him and said, we're sending you a gallon of oil. It's a very special oil. Put it in your go-kart. You guys will really have a lot of fun. So they did. No one knew what it was. This was at least 10 years ago, 15 years ago, this happened. They put a zero-weight oil in that car. It had the consistency of water, a zero. No one had ever seen a zero before, but they said, put this zero in. You'll do fine. Well, the zero took the RPMs from 3,500 to 7,000. That's how they won all these races. That's how, they, how come they were always in the top four or five is because they had all this power because they were running water, and everybody else in their engines had peanut butter. So that's how far back this thinner is better idea goes. In NASCAR, they'll run a zero weight, a zero five, a zero twenty, a zero thirty during qualifying. But when they get into the race, all those old guys in NASCAR, they want to put peanut butter back in the engine. So they use a twenty fifty or a fifty weight or a sixty weight. And that's just kind of old school. The days of peanut butter engine oil are gone. We're going to use a nice, thin oil that provides all the protection in the world, carries away the trash, carries away the heat, and that's what oil's all about. Frank, uh, after my long-winded story about thin oil, how can I help you today? Well, you answered my oil question already, but I had a parts question for you. Um, sure. me, and my, me and my son are restoring a 63 Chevy 2 station wagon. And um, we're to the heater core now, changing the cooling system. It's not leaking yet, but it's 53 years old. It's going to eventually. And most of the ones I'm finding are aluminum nowadays. I did find an old copper and brass one. Which, which one is a better heater core? It's not going to make any difference. What's really going to make a difference is, is that you make sure that, that you use the appropriate coolant and that you change it based on the recommendation. So if you're going to use an old brass one, and you're going to go with a brass radiator, then you're going to go with green coolant, and you're going to change it probably once every two years or uh, every 30,000 miles. And you're going to flush it out really good with good cold water. You're going to have the heater running. You're going to have the heater valve open, and you're going to interface one of the heater cores, uh, hoses with your little T, and you're going to have the petcock open, and you're going to flush the heck out of it because the acid that builds up, is what causes problems. Now, if you're going to go with a newer style radiator and you're going to go with a newer style aluminum heater core, then you're going to use what we call a long-lasting, a long-term coolant. I would suggest that you probably change that about every four years 
and you would use something that like an amber-colored coolant, which is what we call a universal long life. Okay. And that will handle your aluminum just fine. Now, you could use the green in either one of the brass or the aluminum, and you can use the amber long life in the brass or the aluminum, but they both just simply have a different service life. And the long life is twice the one that the green is at. And chances are you're going to drive this car three, 4,000 miles a year. So flushing it every two years with green might be your cheapest and your best idea. And you can use either one of the Keter cores you want. Okay, because the car is going to end up with my mother. She fell in love with this car, so we decided to give it to her. That's a nice thing to do. God bless you for that. Is she? Do you, how often do you? How much do you think she's going to use it? She's, is she going to go to the five to ten thousand a year range? Yeah, she'd be probably somewhere in the five to seven thousand mile range. Okay, and if that's the case, you can use a, a blended oil for her and get her through an oil change once a year. Same thing in April or May, and you can do the coolant every two years. And you, you hit the nail on the head. Both of those using a, a blended oil for an oil, and I'd probably use. What motor are you going to put in that? It's got the six-cylinder and a 230. Okay. I'd use, I'd probably use a 1030 or or a straight 30 weight. Okay. A, a 1030 or a straight 30 weight. Um, I change it once a year, and I and, and you use a blended if you can. If you can find a semi-synthetic or a blended oil in a 1030, that's the oil I'd use. And then I already gave you the, the service intervals for the green coolant or the amber coolant. All righty? Yeah. Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I was in your shop um, last weekend. Your guys were all fantastic. Had a car checked out. I was buying. Well, thank you for that. Thank you very much. Thank you for that compliment. That I'm, I'm very proud of my staff, more than you can ever imagine. I, I have lots of guys that have been with me longer than 10 years. I got Jeff, my parts manager, who's been with me more than 15. Uh, Adam's been with me more than 15. Eddie's been with me 27. And I'm very proud of them because we all have the same task. It's whatever is best for you first, and, and we're a long way down that line. So thank you for that. Ed, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning, Ed? Uh, I was wondering about uh, the longevity of air conditioning compressors and the systems. What, what would you, uh, since you have a shop, how often do you see them being changed out because they go bad? Do you think every three years, every five years roughly, or? Well, I, I'll tell you that I tell most people that the first 100,000 miles, um, you're going to have hoses and belts, and that includes a timing belt if your car has a timing belt, uh -huh. and you're probably going to do some major cooling system work, and you're going to do some major air conditioning work. So to answer your question, it is my firm belief that the average person is going to get 100,000 miles, give or take 10, on their air conditioning system and then there's going to be a catastrophic failure where the compressor throws in the towel and sends ground up metal throughout the entire system and that that's a major and so then we're going to take it all apart flush out all that metal replace all the filters the accumulator the orifice tube we're going to replace the condenser if it's a Ford right. um, if it's got an expansion valve and it's a Chrysler we're going to replace that so we're going to do that so and I don't see any difference in air conditioning life except for one thing and that's people who go to maximum and they run their fan speed on low so they they're recirculating the air in the car that's called maximum uh -huh. and and they they run their fan switch on low and here's what happens the compressor freezes up and we go into defrost mode so it goes on and off on and off on and off 
So it's constant. Now, if they were to go to outside air to a normal position, we wouldn't have that compressor cycling so often. Okay. So, it's so when they run maximum and low, we, we cycle the compressor on and off, and those are the ones that come in at 60,000, 70,000. Those are the ones that don't get long life out of their compressors because they don't understand the dynamics, but they do hear the click, 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 and they okay. don't think anything of it. That's so that's the only difference. That's okay. the only ex uh, All right? Because I, I went to a shop, and he, one fellow said that my, I need a new compressor and all these other parts on my AC, but it's just not blowing really cold. It's cold, but not real cold. So uh, the, the compressor I have on it only has like 30,000 miles on it. Well, let me ask like, you a couple questions. Yep. Let me ask you a couple questions. Um, is there any noise that that tells you the compressor's on when you turn it on and turn it off? Can you hear it make a noise or not? You might hear a click noise, and that's it. Okay, good, good. I'm interested in if the compressor's growling or howling. No, not that. All right, I, I I tell you I don't like what I'm hearing from 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 somebody else. And, and the person um, also and, said I can go with a one year warranty at a certain price, like thirteen hundred dollars, or I can go with a lifetime warranty for twenty one hundred dollars. So all right, I'll, I'll tell you I'm going to even do better than that. Mm -hmm. When was the last time it had? When was the last time it was serviced? Uh, probably hmm, three years ago. Okay. For $125, I'm going to fix it. Is that okay? That sounds real good. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. All you need. All you need. The great. Here's what I'm thinking. Three years, you've had it serviced about three years ago. Yeah. And it's still blown cool but not cold. It means right. it's a little low on refrigerant. Right. So the, the sophistication level of the equipment that we have and other shops have is pretty amazing. So we're going to hook your car up. To, hook your car up. We're going to suck all the Freon out of it, and we're going to weigh it. We're going to look at the tag, and the tag says 30 ounces, and you've got 21 ounces or 25 ounces. Right. So we're going to clean up your 25 and put them right back in. Then we're going to add five more. So you're going to pay for the service plus the five extra ounces of refrigerant, and I'm going to send you out there with that thing blowing ice cubes. And I'm going to say to you, whatever leak you've got in three years is so small, it's not worth fixing. It's $125 to pull it out, measure it, clean it up, put it back in, add a couple of virgin ounces to it, and you're on your way. Okay. So, so this whole idea about you need to replace the entire system because it's blown cool but not cold is born out of necessity that I'm starving to death and now I need to start selling people stuff that they don't really need. That's what I was wondering about. I was thinking the same thing. My offer to you is, is good. You go. You talk to my daughter, Andy, at Salem Boys Auto in mm -hmm. Tempe. You make an appointment with her. You take your car in. They're going to tell you exactly what I just told you. They're going to tell you how much you had in it, how much you're supposed to have in it, how much we added to it. And, and they're also going to tell you what the vent temperature was before you started and the vent temperature after when you left. And, and th that's all you need. And I'll tell you something. I'm not the only guy in town that has that equipment. You just call around and say, do you have the ability to suck it, clean it, put it back in, top it off, and how much does that cost? And our average is between $100 and $135. Sounds like a real deal, then. All right. You talk to Andy. That's my daughter. She'll handle it for you. Thank you. Good luck to you. You betcha. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, that's the line. We have five open lines. We're going to come back at in about five or six minutes, and we've got another hour of car talk, so you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.